Well, hello everyone. It's Pam. It is time to chat. I have Gary. Good morning, Pam. <laughs> oh, okay. We have a lot going on this week, um, believe it or not, even with things that we can't do. And we still have a lot of stuff going on. But you pointed something out to me yesterday that hasn't really impacted our lives in the last what <laughs> probably mm. what 12 13 14 15 years yeah 15 years yeah, probably longer than that yeah way before that <clears throat> but back in the day we loved to go to Luby's cafeteria when we lived in texas well it was an institution you know really uh, they they just had that good old blue plate cafeteria style food that yeah. anytime you wanted that blue plate fix you know you could go buy Luby's and and uh, man they had it going on. Luby's is Texas based and they also uh, own Fuddruckers which is a kind of a burger place yeah. but it is uh, closing and all of that is going up for sale in liquidation. Oh, I know. I mean even though we obviously haven't been there in a long time it just uh, you have so many memories of Going to Luby's and getting the, the Luann platter. Well, that was, to me, the best part. Because in a cafeteria <laughs> setting, you think you want this and this, and, and then it's way too much food. But the Luann platter was perfect. They gave you uh, smaller portions. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, if, they, if they were serving baked fish, you'd mm -hmm. get half a piece of baked fish. Right. And then you would get two sides. And, and of course... You always had to add that chocolate icebox pie. Well, I certainly always did. Sometimes you would get banana. Banana uh, pudding yeah. or, you know, see what other desserts they had. But, but I always stuck with the, with the chocolate. But I like that pie for good. Yeah, it really was mm, good. And, mm, mm. and that baked fish. And it didn't, this doesn't really sound good at all. But here's what I, this was like my favorite uh, little bit uh, on the plate. Half, you know, all half portions. The baked fish, mm, which I loved. It was simple uh, and flavorful. And <laughs> this is where it gets weird. Mashed potatoes with cream gravy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nothing weird about that. It sounds awful. And green beans. Uh, their green beans were seasoned and really good. And the yeast roll. Oh, <laughs> those yeast rolls. Oh, yeah, those were deadly. With a little pat of of uh, real butter came those little pats that you had to peel the, the paper off of. Oh, yeah, those rolls were deadly. But what makes me sad about it, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't really affect us personally anymore, but it's the demise of all cafeteria-style uh, foods where you can go in and get a blue plate special or when I was a kid, there was a, a, a cafeteria that I would go to with my mom and dad called, um, uh, oh, uh, left me. Uh, Colonial? Colonial, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Colonial. It's been a long time on that. And, and I could always get whatever I wanted. It's like pick out, and it was always way too much. And so my father, I, I don't know if they took stuff home or, or whatever, but he would also <laughs> jump in there. He was in finish up a lot of my stuff, which is probably why he didn't care that what I got, because he knew he would end up with some of it. But that makes me sad that that uh, that that's gone. Colonial and, was good. Uh, not I don't think it's quite as good as Luby's. No, but, I agree. Yeah, uh, I agree. Luby's <clears throat> was just uh, 
they really had it down. I mean, they, they really had the line control down. They, uh, but their food was also very well cooked. It was very seasoned and... You didn't mention one of the, the real Luann Platter favorites, uh, liver and onions. Yeah, well, I had a reason for that. <laughs> because anyone mm. in their right mind would never... And you know what? The, the thing about liver and onions, which is disgusting on every level there is, but they did not, if you remember, they did not give you a half portion. No, no, that's why. I mean, you'd get the whole thing. You did. You would get, or you extra, would. And um, extra onions. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, and, oh, and it smells so good. I think liver and onions really does smell good. It well, is, you know, another good side dish, I always got the potatoes and gravy, but uh, their cabbage was very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. I forgot yeah. about the cabbage. Yeah, cabbage was very good, and, and sometimes they had the glazed carrots that were excellent. I'm pretty much stuck. I would get the cabbage, though, and put a little bit of hot sauce on it. <clears throat> and um, A little bit of, uh, of uh, yeah, hot, hot that, sauce. That little pepper. Yeah, pepper uh, sauce. The, yeah, pepper sauce. It had those little bitty peppers in the bottle. You know, mm-hmm. they have them at all yep. the restaurants. And you could also get a vegetarian plate. You could, which yeah. is also really, Instead really of the meat, good. you got two more vegetables, yeah. so you could have like four veggies, and yeah. that was always real good. It was really good, because all of their vegetables were so, so good. But I really did. Remember, uh, speaking of cafeterias, how my, uh, my grandparents in Atlanta, they would always go to the cafeteria. And uh, what was the name of that cafeteria? S&S. S&S. So you remembered one I remember. Yeah, right? S&S. Yeah. They, would, yeah. they were regulars at S&S. They were so regular that they would take food to go and just take the S&S dishware with them and then bring it back uh, they did. and turn it in. They did do that. They were <laughs> See, that's what happens when you get to be regulars. But, I mean, they ate there every day. And when we would yeah. visit them in Atlanta, they would take us there. Too, at least once yeah. during the during the uh, during the visit, we would go. There, there was another cafeteria in Atlanta that was also that they would go to sometimes, and I, that one I can't remember. But S and S was right there in their neighborhood, and you know, like old school Atlanta, where you had those big, mm. wonderful old Atlanta houses. Yeah. And, you know, the look of old Atlanta. They'd probably yeah. all be Those torn down. Those big, beautiful old trees. Yeah, and... with the screened-in porches and, yeah. the, and the, oh, those parts of Atlanta. But, I mean, here's the question. is like, what what's going to happen to all these restaurants that serve buffets because of uh, COVID? I mean, is, is the whole buffet concept over? Well, uh, Luby's, those cafeterias are not really buffets per se, but the only thing you help yourself to were the desserts. Uh, the rest of it, they, they helped. Right, they pay, served But it. you did walk along and have your germs all over, to potentially have it all over the food. So Yeah, because you're shoulder to shoulder in line going through the line. I don't know, but that's a good question. Uh, we don't. If you want to get my sister going, you can just <laughs> mention that you're going to take her to a buffet. Because she, I've really never known anyone as passionate against buffets <laughs> as my big sis was. She just thought they were a crime against humanity, you know. She's like, oh, no, no, she, she just, she just really was anti, anti that. So I wanted to bring you in on that. Um, so Well, you know, it, uh. A lot of, got a lot of good memories from movies. Yeah, yeah. 
there was I want to mention one other restaurant and I honestly cannot remember exactly how it worked but it was kind of the uh, it was a steakhouse with a line it was called York Oh, York Steakhouse, yeah, absolutely. And we really, both of us, it was very, very early in our careers, and every Friday night, you know, we would do something, and we weren't making a ton of money, and so we always looked for maximizing what can we do, what's the best, most fun. And York, that's back in the days when we were still eating uh, eating, uh, red meat, of course, we were really quite, quite young, and uh, you went through the line, and you got a, a steak to order. You ordered your steak, and then you walked along the line, and I really can't remember the if if they helped you with the potato, baked potato, whatever, but anyway, it was a line situation where you had a tray, and you, what, why I'm mentioning it is because it had the best dessert. It had that parfait kind mm-hmm. of dessert yeah. that had levels of pudding. It was in a, a real parfait dish, and it was really a very good dessert. And then it's it's long gone. I'm pretty sure York Steakhouse, but it was it was a, you know we could go and have a, was, a, a steak. A, well, a way to get a steak on our salary, which <laughs> yeah. was you know pretty crazy. That was a, that was a, that you was felt the, like you were really dining I'm out. I'm telling you, it, it's like that. <laughs> One of my favorite lines, and you know where I'm going with this, from Seinfeld, where Elaine is is dating oh, Putty, right. <laughs> the character Putty, and in, uh, then they're together with Jerry and, and uh, George and Kramer. I don't know who all was there, but she's saying that they went out to dinner, and then... And, 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 you know, Jerry's saying, well, really, well, where? And she's like, a restaurant. And then Buddy jumps in and says, Arby's. It's like, you know, that was us in our younger days. It's like, yeah. oh, New York Steakhouse. But York Steakhouse had a good vibe. It really did. It was dark. And, and it was, you know, to this day, if you go in a steakhouse, they are they were wooden, dark wood decor and appointments. And York, we kind of like steak and ale. York Steakhouse had that feel, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to move on and feel free to jump in. I know you're trying to also watch Skip and Shannon well, this morning. Well, thank you for having, having me for that part of the conversation. You're very welcome. I'm now going to move on to New York Fashion Week. That would be happening this Which I would know week. nothing about. <laughs> Well, it's not happening. So, however, will we know what to wear this year? Oh, my, my. We'll have to rely on photos. So, uh, New York Fashion Week, not happening. And that was always a fun thing for me to do, to kind of uh, follow uh, follow all of the, uh, the photos and the videos from the fashion shows. It was really great fun for me. Um, a lot of stuff going on in the world, all around the world, but a big story right now, the wildfire that's going, that's absolutely raging in Southern California that started at a reveal, a gender reveal party. I have always felt that gender reveal parties are, I understand them, I understand the joy of a new baby on the way, and you, you you are over the top. I mean, whether it's 
for your first child, your first grandchild, or your tenth. Uh, it's exciting, and you want to share it with family. But when it gets to the point where it becomes so over the top that it's dangerous to property and to acres and acres, thousands and thousands of acres of land and endangering, potentially endangering lives, needs to be rethought. And I'm not the only one who feels this way. Now, the one that is raging in California, uh, it was... Uh, um, it didn't seem like it was that big. It didn't seem like the family had that many people with them. It was a fairly small group, according to a video that was uh, available for review by the fire department. This family, man, woman, and some children, go into a grassy area. Now, what part of dead grass and of some kind of uh, pyrotechnic explosion... How does that go together? But that's really how it started uh, to reveal that, um, and then it, it quickly caught fire. And when the uh, when the pyrotechnics went off, and they tried to to douse it with bottles of water. Now, why wouldn't you be prepared if you're going into a grassy area with plenty of water, gallons of water? Why do it in the first place? In in a danger zone, but I'm not the only one who feels that. I've seen I've seen gender reveals where people actually used a gun, a rifle, to shoot a, a device to reveal the color. It goes way up in the sky, blue or pink. It's just ridiculous. You know, the woman that started this, even she is done. She is she is really done with this. She is the one that, that kind of, this woman kind of got uh, this whole thing, uh, this whole thing started, but hers was very simple. She had a cake, and she thought it would be really funny, or, or just fun, a fun thing to do, to have her family over and uh, reveal the, in a cake. Uh, her last name is uh, kind of hard to say. It's Carvunitas. Carvunitas was uh, the one who started this. And she's seen stop. Uh, hers was very traditional. Cut the cake. The inside was pink. It was a girl. And then she blogged about it. And then it went from there. She thought it was fun for the whole family. Wrote it in her blog. Her blog, High Gloss and Sauce. Uh, and it, it got a lot of attention. And that was in 2008, by the way. But now they've turned into these really ridiculous, risky endeavors. Uh, some people still opt for the cake with the classic blue or pink. But the, it has gotten so out of hand that the current wildfire in California, although it's massive, it's really small potatoes compared to one in Arizona in 2017. 47,000 acres burned. And this was caused by uh, a, a, vendor, a gender reveal party. Now, Jenna Carvunadas, if I'm saying her last name right, Jenna is her first name. Uh, although she takes credit for creating this, this mess, she got, has gotten on Facebook, she has talked to uh, other media outlets to condemn this over-the-top gender reveal situation. 
to quote her exactly, she says, Stop having these stupid parties. For the love of God, stop burning things down to tell everyone about your kid's penis. No one cares but you. And that's true. As, as excited as we all are, I have personally been chastised for putting too many photos of Kate, our granddaughter, who is now seven, on Facebook. And then people not so subtly, you know, come in and say things. Oh, they relate it back to them. You know, well, trust me, I won't put pictures of my grandkids or my kids. And, and it's, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious. Um, and I'm not as bad as I was. Uh, Kate was born uh, in 2012. And of course, as a grandmother, I thought she was uh, grand. And I wanted to share that. But there's another piece of that that I can sort of justify a bit. It's like way back in the day when I was on MySpace and I asked a, you know, a friend. She was actually a very good friend back, back in the day. Uh, we were actually best friends in high school. And then one day I realized that, hey, you know, this is a bit one-sided kind of friendship and, and I wasn't interested anymore. But um, I, I thought it would be fun for her to to uh, be on MySpace, I was, Gary and I were living in Columbus, Ohio at the time, and we had moved from Dallas to Columbus, and we left, I left my career, uh, but we both left, this was a job relocation for Gary in Columbus at a media company, and, but we both left all of our family, and we had a, we had more family, a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit more family then than we certainly do now. But we left all of our friends, and we had no friends <laughs> in Columbus. And so, you know, you meet a few people, true, but, I mean, people that you really wanted to share stuff with. So I said to her, why don't you uh, get on MySpace? And she's like, oh, you know, she made some innocuous comment about, uh, about not being on MySpace. And... And, and and it was a little bit disparaging to me, the comment that she made. And afterwards, I thought, well, wait a second. You know, she, her daughter works for her. They do everything, and I mean everything, together. Her grown daughter. Her daughter is the same age as, as our son. And uh, so why, you know, I, I am not in that same position. So this is just a way to communicate with people who live far away. And we're still, even though we moved to Tampa and Facebook knocked like VHS and beta knocked uh, my space away and which my space was a lot better in my opinion. Um, it's still a great way, even though I have paired my Facebook way down to almost this tiny, tiny group, uh, it's still a good way to stay connected to people because there are many friends, many people we know do not live in Florida and they definitely do not live near us. So, um, you know, I, I understand uh, communicating. I understand being proud. I understand oversharing. I understand that you want to have a big reveal party. I do. I really do. And 
Um, people that I know in other places would be shocked at how much we don't entertain here in Florida, uh, because uh, entertaining has been a big part of our life for a long time. It's just a different. It's a different thing here. It's a different. It's totally different. So all of that uh, it, it has changed. And it's different. So I get it. I do. But you have to stop burning down entire. Uh, acres of land you have to stop shooting guns that could cause harm reveal away in your own way but uh, don't endanger lives for the love of God as Jenna the originator of the reveal party agrees with me on that for the love of God stop okay now <clears throat> get out there wear your mask no matter what anyone says wear it be kind even though it's challenging sometimes do a good deed even if it's small just do a, a, a tiny gesture tiny tiny gesture we need it because um, it's a time where we're all very very stressed actually in a lot of ways so uh, let's all try to do that and uh, keep it real keep on keeping on keep your chin up and keep moving forward as much of a challenge as that is every day. And visit us at NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Gary has a lot of stuff there, videos. All of my podcasts are there. If you don't even want to go to iTunes or other platforms, everything's here. It's a one-stop deal. Just go to NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Check it out if you're bored. We also have a, a, a presence on YouTube by the same name. And we both appreciate you being here. We really, really do. Stay with us.